This is your host, Sam Jarocki from J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening. Speaking about all things lawn care, garden related and business wise, whether you do this at home for a bit of fun or if you're trying to break into the business, sit tight and enjoy the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Total Lawn. Total Lawn provides scientifically engineered lawn care products to homeowners, hobbyists and lawn care professionals. Their range of fertilisers and biostimulants will keep your lawn looking lush, green and moss-free all year round. I use Total Lawn products for my customers and on my own lawn, and I think you should too. The team at Total Lawn put quality above anything else when they're producing their lawn feeds. They use ingredients that are rarely if ever used by their competitors to give you the best lawn possible. Try Total Lawn today at totallawn.co.uk and use code Care at the checkout to receive 10% off your whole order. Total Lawn are so confident in their products that you can use them on your lawn and if you're not happy with the results, you can get in touch with them up to 90 days later for a full refund. Go to totallawn.co.uk and transform your lawn. Hello everyone and welcome back to another J-Rox Lawn Care Gardening Podcast. This one is episode number 29 named Winter's Wonderful Worries. So what a couple of weeks it's been, you know, at the moment it's just pouring down uh, as I look out the window now as I'm recording this podcast the rain is just not giving up now if your lawn's anything like mine you know and mine drains pretty well it's at a stage where it is just not losing it's not getting a chance to fully dry up it's just any sort of good bit of rain that we get there's so much water in or, in or around the lawn it's just unbelievable not flooding but you know it's gathering as you know you know, we went went through this storm Arwen over the last sort of week. I think I released the podcast episode literally right before it hit. Obviously, I recorded just before that. So, you know, I just want to touch on anyone that may have went through storm Arwen and it's affected them. I hope you're all right. I hope you're sorted now. I mean, I know up here in the north of Scotland, we had so many like fallen trees that it came down, blocked roads, hit power lines. So people's been without electricity for, you know, anywhere between several minutes to you know several days up to a week week and a half and I still believe actually there's people without power at the moment so you know what I heard on the local radio and I'm sure it'll probably be across the board if you've been without power for more than two days then you're entitled to some form of compensation so if you didn't know that you didn't think you're entitled to anything then possibly look it up because you could get um you know a few pennies back into your bank account for it I know for example my mother they went about four days without and their whole freezer just went. So all the Christmas food, everything just, you know, it's defrosted, went wrong. And, you know, they've had to chuck it. So not very nice time. Hopefully that's the back end of like the storms coming through this year. And hopefully we get a nice enough winter. But I feel, you know, we've had a little flutter of snow in the last week as well. I really hope, or not so much hope, but what I think is going to happen is we're going to get snow a bit earlier this year. This year, earlier on, or last winter, you know, we end up getting that big blitz of snow around April time. And whatever's happening with, you know, our weather systems at the moment over the last sort of year and a half, we keep talking about how weather's changing, you know, Kanda hit this massive heat dome, I believe they called it. And, you know, they've never seen anything like that, like temperatures up to 50 degrees. And, you know, I, I can imagine that we're going to end up getting a pretty snowy December or if not December, you know, January, February, well, you know, we haven't seen in 10 years, something like that. So, yeah, I think that's coming on our radar. 
So a mixture between all of what's happening with the weather and through some things that I've seen online, I'm going to talk about freezing conditions, snowy conditions on the lawn, the effects it may have, and also whether you can mow, you know, can you still mow through these periods if your lawn's still growing, what do you do, you know? But to start off, I've also seen, and I just want to touch on, I've seen a boost of numbers in the last sort of couple of weeks through the podcast. We're, we're up and around, you know, hundred, the high ends, nearly 180, uh, I forgot the actual word that they say, but like dedicated listeners per po- per podcast. So each weekend, week out, that number keeps growing, you know, it's, it's only two or three each week. But as I said in the last podcast episode, more and more people's finding this, and I don't know if it's by luck. Or if it's you guys sharing it, talking about it, but what whatever you're doing, thank you very much. Um, I do appreciate it. it. Gets our word out there, and when we get all these interviews going, hopefully it's going to give a bit of brand awareness, and you know people listening that's possibly in your area, you know might pick up on and take on people's services as well. So hopefully this is going to be, you know, this podcast is in the middle of that circle, and you know what goes around comes around, and when you guys come in and you have interviews and we talk on topics, I hope that it's just going to be of some help and benefit. Even if it's just you at home, you know, going into your lawn care program next year, whatever it might be, I just hope it helps. So thank you very much. Obviously, a lot of what comes from that is your reviews. Um, On Spotify, you can do things, even on Instagram, uh, on Apple Podcasts, you can, like, follow the podcast in the top corner. All that sort of helps the algorithm to, like, sort of push it out. If you're new to the podcast, then welcome. Uh, you can also scroll all the way down to the bottom of all the episodes and there's a little review table. You literally press a star, you can write a comment if you want to and it sticks a review through. You don't even need an iTunes account. So, this week, a lot of what I've been seeing lately is people asking if it's okay to still cut grass, you know, and that's just the first bit that I want to touch on here because grass can be cut all year round, basically. Whether you've got to do it when weather allows and... If it's still growing, then you can still cut, right? If there's active growth, then still cut. If it's been the same height, let's say you stopped at 40 mil. If it's been that far, four weeks now, and it's not going anywhere anytime soon, I wouldn't then be really reducing the height. You're not doing anything apart from risking the, the plant to things like disease and all the rest of it. So you just got to bear that in mind. But if you have got a really healthy lawn, your autumn or your winter feed sort of now still kicking in and you're getting that bit of growth, if you get a day where it's not frosty, not snowing, and it's, you know, nearly dry, then by all means, cut the lawn. Also on that, if you are going to do it, what I would suggest is using a lighter mower. So if you currently have, you know, a, a battery or a plug-in rotary mower and a cylinder, I'll definitely be going for that battery mower. Something that's lighter. Around this period of the year, it's just about causing... As much care as you do, as much care as you can, but causing minimum damage as possible at the same time. So you really need to just look at the lawn, look at the elements around you, what's happening, and just make a decision on what feels sort of right at that time. You'll know it when you see it. Grass is actually a very hardy plant, so just think of all them lawns out there for a second where you go driving down, you know, certain estates or certain areas, and people don't care for the lawn at all you know there's there's toys in the garden everywhere they're left there you know they haven't moved in several weeks they go through winter like that and yes although they're not the best they're not like these lovely striped lawns or whatnot like that 
they will still go into spring and summer and be a green lawn. Fair enough, like I say, not lush stripes, but that green still comes back. And, you know, they've probably never been scarified, aerated, any of the rest of it. So you just got to bear in mind, regardless what you do, we can get very, uh, you, you almost babysit your lawn sometimes. And that's brilliant, you know what I mean? It shows that we're very enthusiastic about lawn care and for either ourselves or for our customers. But what you got to remember is it is going to come back around and it is still going to be a lot healthier next year than what it can possibly be in this moment in time or especially, you know, early January, February. So just bear that in mind, it's very hardy plant. Okay, don't lose the imagination with that. So when not due to mow during the winter, the main one is if frost is still present. So this is the main the main one here. If frost is still present, you want to cause minimum damage as physically possible. So even walking on the lawn, for example, during a frost can cause the blast, uh, grass blades to fracture. Basically what this does is that then you've got to think, as it's frozen solid, Okay, all the cells or everything inside it. When you stand on that grass, it, it's it's crushing it basically because it's so rigid. It the frost itself doesn't actually cause much damage alone. It's only when these outside factors of you know if you're to get the mower out on it or like walk across the lawn during that frost where you're gonna have that damage. Think about it with the footprint footprints. You walking on a frozen lawn, then footprints are in there for like a week. You know what I mean? They're not really disappearing anytime soon. So, you know, one of these, if you need to have a word with the postman and say, excuse me, mate, you know, it's frosty now. Thank you for delivering my mail. Love you for that. But keep to the path. You know what I mean? Whatever you've got to do to sort of ensure that happens, then it's a massive benefit to keep people off the lawn. Obviously, as well, there is snow. You don't, it's the same again. You don't really want to be walking on your lawn, lawn when, this, when it's snowing. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit more at the end. But obviously, frost and snow, it seems like an obvious one, but still, try and stay off it. And if you are walking a certain way, then, you know, you might want to keep to that same way. So you're only damaging, say, around the corner, and you can repair that come the next year. Say, like, for example, you have to get to the shed, and you've got to cross the lawn to do that. You know, keep one route. So winter problems and freezing. So th there's a process on the lawn that can begin to heave, it's called, okay? If, you, if you've never heard of this, then the chances are you've probably seen it at some point. And the process is, you know, when the lawn begins to heave, that's the word there. This is in response to the water in the ground freezing and swelling. So usually this can be quite a problem if you've aerated very late in the year. Let's say, you know, you just wanted to squeeze it in, so... You done it two weeks ago. The holes are still very blunt in, in the in the soil from the hollow time. This then begins that there's moisture in there and there's a lot of room for it to then expand. So this, but you've got to bear in mind this can happen everywhere, even on roads and pavements. This happens if you just even type it into Google and have a look to see what I mean. But all it generally is is where because it expands, it creates small little lumps in your in the soil and, you know, like I say, it can be through pavements as well. If this does happen, then the easiest way past this is that in spring, just give it a little roll with, you know, with a roller. If you're using a cylinder mower, then that will probably sort it out as well. It's never going to be anything drastic, but it's something you might notice during the winter period, your lawn being like, wow, that looks really bumpy. I'm going to have to sort that out next year. Give it a top dress. It might just be because of the freezing conditions the lawn heaving, and all that moisture in the soil expanding. So nothing to worry about. It is an easy fix, 
But another thing, just to be aware that it might come along and it might happen. Same again if customers end up bringing you and they say this has happened, you know, it's really uneven. This is a process that you might have to think of and it might be, you know, once when you spot it a few times, you'll be able to recognize it and you'll be able to advise your customer that, you know, just with some constant moan and with a little bit of TLC, you know, we'll get rid of that. The other one during these sort of winter times is snow mold. So this is a disease, uh, it's a, a variant of Fusarium, as we know, that can occur within turf. It literally looks like mouldy snow. <laughs> there's, there's no better way to really describe it to you. But this is one of the main diseases that you're probably going to be facing, if any, throughout this winter period. This is usually caused in areas where there's been a buildup of snow. So, you know, if you've went to clear your path so you can get to the car without setting your neck, and you scrape up all the snow and people chuck it on the lawns, you know, on the verges. This can happen in these areas. It can also sadly happen where snowmen are set, things like that. You know, where you've been rolling up a snowman and, you know, he's been plonked in the same place for a week and a half, two weeks. This is the sort of main areas where snow mould can basically thrive, let's call it. And like I say, if you're, if you're a Google that or if you're a site in person, it... It basically just looks like strands of snow with furry strandy snow, basically, if I can describe it in any sort of formal way. At this time of the year, we've just got to remember what we're actually up against. And as much as I love lawn care, as much as I love the lawn, family time's there again. So what I'm not saying by any means, shape or form, okay, I'm not, I'm not being a Scrooge in any way. I'm not saying totally stay off the lawn. Look... Even for me that, you know, I love my lawn, it's constantly on YouTube, it's constantly on Instagram. I, if it, if it throws it down with snow, I will still be out there with my son and my partner and we will still be building a snowman. And I'm not going to be putting them on the pavement, you know, you'll probably sit somewhere. And that's just part of it. It kind of goes back to the grass plant being really hardy. It's going to come back. It's, you know, not to worry, it will... You know, it isn't the be-all and end-all if we end up do walking on it. So, you know, I wouldn't be shouting at the children like, get off the lawn. But, you know, advise people to walk around it. And at this sort of time of the year, like I say, it's mainly prevention. Everything that you can kind of be do doing at the moment is being a lot more vigilant of what's going on with the weather around you, what the grass blades are doing, whether you can mow it, whether you need to just stay off it, and that's the healthiest thing you can do for it then, you know, these are your sort of your main touch-on points if you want to sort of take your lawn, in a better case, into spring, into summer next year. And if there is any main damage, then don't worry about it. Like we always speak about, renovations are actually a very simple process that can be done at a basic level and can repair, you know, I would say 95% of your problems in the lawn to get back to a satisfactory state. So if in doubt... You've got all of that in spring. And we're going to talk, talk on that more probably before the season starts. But at the moment, they're the main things. Personally, my lawn has stopped growing. So as I've said, I haven't had to cut that now in possibly two, two and a bit weeks. And it looks pretty good. It's holding its colour well. The only problem that I've currently got, if anyone else has this as well, is I've got Yorkshire fog grass. If you don't know what this is, it's a, I'm going to call it a weed grass. And it's a it's a lot thicker blade, leaf blade, than your perennial rye grasses. And it's also slightly, it's like a limey colour as well. So 
certain times throughout the year, depending on what the grass is doing around it, it kind of blends in. But especially now where winter's kicking in, it sticks out like a sore thumb. You know, you can really see the thicker patches, you can really see the colour difference, and that will be part of the reason why my lawn will be getting killed off next year. So there's all these other problems to worry about. But other than that, you know, that's where my lawn currently is. And I, I'm wondering as well, all you that are listening now that actually take part in lawn care in your own gardens, what are the things you're facing currently that are, you know, problems that are still ongoing? What are you looking at and being like, can I fix that now? That's the first thing I want to do in spring. I'm really interested to know that. So if you want to get in touch via Instagram DMs or you've got my email, what is jrocklc at gmail.com, feel free to drop me an email or a message at any point and I would love to see pictures and have a chat about it. From there, we can also talk on things, anything that comes through. I do like to use your questions as content, quite frankly, because the chances are if you're having that problem, you listen to this now or the worry or whatever it might be, then the chances are a lot of other people are doing that as well and going through that same issue. And if we can fix it together and make more, build more awareness around it, then that's you know that's a better better way forward in my opinion. There's only so much we can do. Okay, we are at that time of the year where it is just you know harder to do lawn care. It's just it's either raining all the time or the temps aren't right. You know, so that's okay. Most things can be fixed in spring. But the next one on it would be look forward to sort of a break in the frosts and everything, December, January, February. I know I am because I've put on my autumn feed so late. That winter fertilizer that I'm getting in, that's going to be getting put down sort of around that time, sort of December, January, February. And hopefully what we'll get is a break in the weather at some point. We can stick it down in between frosts. And what you'll find is even the morning dew will just break that down, especially with the granule size. It's, you know, between one and two mil in size. So anything you get off the, off the shelf might be four or five mil. And at this rate, you know, this low down, it all makes a, a huge difference. That smaller granule size is going to break down and it's going to get a better spread. So I'm really looking forward to getting that down. I know that there's several people in the trade industry. So if you listen to this now and you look after people's loans, total loan that I use, for example, they don't just do, um, you know, domestic bags, then one and a half kilo bags. They do 20 kilo sacks as well, you know, and they do them at trade rates. So if even anyone's got larger properties, domestic properties, if you get in touch with Total Loan and you've just been seeing online all the small stuff and thinking that'll just be a nightmare, then you can get in touch and get a trade account. And with this trade account, you can, like I say, get the 20 kilo sacks in. Prices I'm not too aware of at the moment for that in partic- for that particular feed. But, you know, get in touch and you can ask about it because it, it will massively help. The way I see it is that we've been waiting for this, you know, something to put down, something to help our loans within this period. And not just yourself as a very ambitious, uh, productive, in-the-face, lawn care kind of person, but also your clients. You, you get clients as well that are very, they just want their loan to look good. You know, very high-end clients want the loan to look good all the time. They're not really bothered about how much it costs. They just want it taken care of. And this is just something extra that you can chuck in there. Well, you know, it's another application you can be putting down sort of January time, you know, on either side of whenever you're going to do your iron sulfates or whatever else. But anyway, that is a lot shorter of an episode than what I normally do. But I just really wanted to talk on this topic of, you know, the winter's wonderful worries and what might be going through your head and disease-wise what could be happening and how to control it. 
Now, if this does happen, then just be vigilant. That's all you can be. And prevention is the cure in these in a lot of these cases. If you are wanting to keep your lawn immaculate, then literally by staying away from it for about four months is probably some of the best stuff you can actually do to ensure that that lawn's going to look better come the spring, come the summer. So thank you very much for tuning in on this week's podcast. It has been massively appreciated. Episode number 29, you know, hitting the 30 the next week, what I might do is reach out and there's quite a few people that want to come on for an interview. We might get an interview going and then I am planning to take maybe a week or two weeks break uh, over Christmas, New Year, probably over Christmas Day and New Year's, whatever week, if that falls on two weekends and it might be two episodes that we skip or if it's just the one weekend in between, then it might just be the one. Uh, that's just because, you know, everyone wants time with the family. I'm sure none of you guys and girls are going to be uh, listening to me on Christmas Day or New Year's Day. So that being said, just take care. Have a great festive season. We're on that build-up now to, you know, going out to garden centres and seeing Christmas shows. Whatever you do, going to Pantos. Fingers crossed the economy doesn't fall to bits again. Uh, and... You know, it's a really good time where we think about our family and all those people around us and just things to be grateful for at the same time. So I'll let you have that one anyway. And again, thank you very much for joining on this week's podcast and I will see you next week. Take care, everyone. Goodbye.